Welcome to the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast. Hi, I'm David Manti, and welcome to a new episode of the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast. With me again this week is Harold Bouchard, President and CEO of Preroller and Prosapac. How are you doing today, Harold? Very good. Thank you, David. Thank, thanks to have me again on your show. Appreciate that very much. Always a pleasure, Harold. Before we get started, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also help us out a lot by leaving the podcast a positive review on whatever platform you use. Finally, if you want to email the podcast, you can reach me at david at cannabisequipmentnews.com. Harold, I was excited to have you back because it sounded like you have, you know, some exciting, uh, some exciting new news for the Cannabis Equipment News audience. Uh, what's new at Preroller? Yeah, there's a lot of things that, as you know, we we do a lot of uh, research and development. And recently, what happened is we were at the uh, at the at some cannabis show, and there was a customer who really wanted our technology but couldn't really afford the large machine. So what we did is uh, with our team say, look, we need to uh, probably do a machine that will actually uh, get to those customers that don't have like the volume and the money yet to invest in a large machine. So we created a, um, a machine, a couple of machines that would be ideal for smaller producer and get into the technology. So they will take advantage of all of our patented uh, technology in terms of compression. So as you know, our product, really, our machine makes a very high quality uh, pre-rolls. And that, that's, the, that's been our, our, if you want, our big feature in our machine. So we basically use that same technology and take that technology to a smaller machine that makes it extremely uh, uh, economical, if you want, uh, by leaving some task manually. So basically what we did is we came up with a machine called the Pre-roller 50. So as, as I described in my in our last interview, I, we did talk quite quite extensively on the pre-roller 200, the 100, and now the pre-roller 50 is basically a semi-automatic. Um, it's a semi-automatic machine uh, that used the same uh, proven and patented technology in terms of the feeding system. So the tumbler is exactly what you'll find in the bigger machine on that smaller machine. We also use the same technology uh, in terms of the weighing. Uh, so the weighing is the critical part of it. So as you know, conventional uh, vibrating type technology, they don't really weigh the product. So with, with our scale, it's the same scale than the large machine. So basically you will weigh each dose individually very accurately down to 0.01 gram. And, um, and then after that, what you do is you fill and compact the product. The other huge feature with our machine has always been the quality of the end product. That, that's that what makes us really different than automated machinery out there that sometimes the compression is not perfect. And we, we really focus on that in terms of technologies to create a perfect pre-rolls. And so we basically use the same pre-compaction and compaction technology in the semi-automatic machine than the large machine. The rest, we leave it manually. So basically the way the machine works is you put an empty cone in, okay? And then, the, then there's a, like a tray. You'll see a picture of the machine probably there if you want. We'll send you some 3D picture of, of the actual equipment so we'll be able to visualize it a bit better. But basically you put an empty cone in, the, the tray turns, we weigh the cannabis flower, uh, fill, pre-compaction, compaction, and then turns again. 
and then the operator will remove it and put it to a tray. And I'll explain also the other machine after. So what you make sure is you've got your weight perfect and you've got your compression perfect, uh, which is key to, uh, to, to this market. I think customer and user, what they want is they want to have a joint that burn evenly mm-hmm. and they don't create like uh, all kinds of, um, of, of space, if you want, within the pre-rolls. And that, that, that's been the issue with automated machinery where it's difficult to come back from the crunch up where we, we nailed that technology. Yeah, it's uh, about having a, having about, um, a consistent experience um, throughout the pre-roll. Um, when you talk about uh, smaller producers that this is built for, uh, what type of um, output are, output are you thinking? Like, how many will it make per hour? You know, what type, what size of business is this ideal for? Uh, I mean, the the output will probably range from let's say four hundred to six hundred per hour, depending mm-hmm. on the operator. Obviously, because the operator will be the one who's going to put the the empty cones in and remove the cones. So, uh, roughly about five hundred per hour. Okay. Uh, and because of the cost, uh, it's going to be, look, you're looking at something that people that will make as low as, let's say, 10000 a month of pre-rolls to uh, 50000 50, a month. This, this is the typical customer, maybe up to $100,000. Uh, it also could be for larger producer where they have a specific size that they want to run. And they have like a larger machine that they're producing a very large quantity. But let's say they want to do... Um, Let's say a blunt, for example, because the machine will be able to do blunt or something more special that they have maybe lower volume instead of mm-hmm. if then instead and but they still want the quality, so they could buy this machine also for that purpose. So it's not just for the smaller, but uh, at least the smaller could afford that machine, and the payback will be significantly uh, uh, short enough to justify that investment. No, I like that idea that you know. Um it's also for larger companies, possibly MSOs that are doing small, small batch manufacturing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what, what else do, what, what the other product we created that could go with that machine, but could also go with the uh, conventional vibrating type technology that's out there everywhere. Uh, we created what's called the box finisher and the mm. box finisher. It's basically uh, once you've, uh, Let's say you use you use it with the P50. So P50, you'll take out the pre-rolls that's been weighed, compacted, and you put it into a, a, a specific tray. So you fill that tray. It's about 300 pre-rolls in that tray. You put the tray into a box finisher. The box finisher, what it does, and we'll have a video running there. You'll be able to mm-hmm. see it. But it picks up the pre-rolls directly with a robot arm, go into the machine, twist it perfectly, and do a cut and flat top. So create, create a crown top, a perfect crown top, totally automated. And that machine will follow easily about 500 again, five, mm-hmm. 600 per hour. Uh, but that could be the combination of this also vibrating type technology also. And you put those straight into that machine and the machine will automate the whole process of twisting, cutting, flat top. So uh, it's called the box finisher. So that's that's also a very uh, a very important product that we released also at the same time. In the box finisher, um, in which for the people who are listening to the audio version of this, uh, you can see a video of it playing as we speak. Um, 
uh, it works with uh, the Knockbox, the Rocketbox, products like that, correct? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. And there's other vibrating type technology out there that are, are not as popular. But yes, anything that uh, will actually create a pre-rolls uh, without twisting it. So we can we basically take the pre-rolls and when it enters into the machine, we finish. That's why we call it the box finisher for knock boxes, rocket box. Uh, and that was the, the idea behind choosing that name. It's because yeah. the good complement to existing vibrating technology. How did you come up with the idea for the box finisher? You know, was it a client that came to you looking for a solution? Were you seeing other things on the market that just weren't working? Uh, how to start? I, I mean, because you have to understand that because we've developed so much technology within the large machine with the twisting, the cutting, the flat top, and we, we were asked to, I ah, would like to have that, but we don't have, we cannot afford this. And we have a bunch of uh, knock boxes out there. So we, we kind of saw that potential plus the technology was already developed uh, with the machine. So the module within the box finisher the twister module, module, the cutting and the flat top modules, even the uh, even the movement is all the technology that we've already developed in the more expensive technology. So it was for us engineering wise to put this kind of product on the market was quite quick and knowing customer were looking for a, a way of reducing their personnel, the, the people that makes pre-rolls. Uh, we thought this would be a, a very, very good idea. So, and it was a combination with talking with a, a bunch of people also in the industry um, and uh, people like Futurola and a bunch of people that were, were actually uh, looking at that kind of technology. So we had something close to be ready for market. So, so um, yeah, that, that was the main thing. With the pre-roller 50, um, you'd mentioned that the the weights and the tumbler are the same. Did you have to make those smaller to fit into a smaller footprint or are they the same size as they are, you know, in the 100 and 200? It's exactly the same size. Actually, we took station, we call it in our engineering, back, I mean, within the company, station number four. So mm. basically station number four is identical to the station, uh, to uh, what you find in the pre-roller 200 or 100. So, uh, we obviously it's a bit more expensive, but we were it's not that big either. So the machine footprint is pretty small. It's basically the size of the box finisher, which is about uh, three feet by uh, three and a half, uh, not even that 30 inches by about 40 inches long. And it's a tabletop type machine. So same thing for the P50. Uh, so it, it, we, we were able to fit the original tumbler the original uh, pre-compaction, the needle, like our, our patent uh, system for compaction and the weighing within, within that smaller footprint. What we've designed, obviously, is the, is the table that rotate semi-automatic. What we did in terms of security, we have two push buttons. So operator, once they put the empty cone in, you're just going to press two buttons. The disc will turn remove the 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 uh, the uh, the filled one if you want and then and then he uh, and then after that put the empty one in and the way that that's the way it goes so yeah and these the box finisher that can also be used for oil injection correct 
That's a good point. Yes, yes. Thank you to bring that up, David. Uh, yeah, what we did is we, we, we basically created with the box finisher a universal platform where um, we have what's called the injector. As you know, the market is um, the, the percentage of the market to, towards infused product and, in, and inject product like with distillate or other product into the pre-rolls is, is big, is huge in, in the U.S. And we started that uh, at least uh, 18 months ago, working with infused product and now injection, all injection. We, we have an all injector on the pre-roller 200 that can be added to the pre-roller 200. While, while it's making pre-rolls, we can actually inject uh, distillate or oil or diamonds or whatever you want to put into liquid into a pre-roll. So it's, um, it's something that we wanted to take that technology that we've also developed and put it into a tabletop type format. And I know we didn't mention that on our last, uh, on our last podcast together on, on the all injector uh, tabletop one. So basically you take the box finisher, box finisher is like three modules. So the first modules could be just the pick and place. So you could actually have a system that does the pre-rolls and the twists Okay, and the machine will just pick up that tree rolls that's been twisted already, and then the second station will be the cutting and flat top, and the third station will be the oil injection. Mm. The other thing that's very important to understand is also on the when we create the flat top, we also punch a hole in the middle of that tree rolls to make sure that when you go to the oil injection, you don't have to go through the paper. The hole is already there, so the actual syringe or the needle goes in. And very accurately through servo motors, we have four, four temperature zones into that all injector. We've been through extensive testing. Uh, so that module is exactly the same that what, what's been running on the pre-order 200. Now it's, it's available on that box finisher. So box finisher is modular. So let's mm -hmm. say a customer wants to just use it as a twist, cut, create a flat top. He can, but it'll eventually he could, uh, could add the oil injector to it, or he buys it as just an oil injector. And the mm -hmm. pre-roll has been before. So there, there's, there's variants uh, of the box finisher itself. Uh, similar to the pre-roller 100 and 200, does it work with various cones from different manufacturers? And I remember that a big part of that was that it um, calibrated um, based on the individual cones, not necessarily, you know, to make sure that, that, um, that's how, if I'm, I could, I could be wrong. So I apologize if I'm wrong, but isn't that how they maintain the consistency? Yes, yes, exactly. No, you're right. Absolutely. So yes, it can work with all the different cone manufacturer out there. Uh, we also have our own cones, but customer are using any cones and it works. And the, and your question was that the actual uh, holder is machine specific to exact size of the cone itself. So mm. yes, it's still the same on the P50 pre-roller 50. So it's basically a cone holder that's manufactured to the specific size of the cones itself. So, and that that's how we can create the quality with the pre-roller is because of those little details. So when you compress product within, within a cone, you want to make sure that the walls are extremely well machined and, and adapt perfectly to the cone itself. So you can actually decide the, num the amount of compression you want to put in 
And yes, that got, comes along. But yes, you got you got the same flexibility from 70 millimeters up to 140 millimeters. And you can also use it uh, with straight tube, uh, blunt, uh, glass tip. Uh, so it's extremely flexible also. You can also use it as a filler for grounded product also. So some customer asked us to fill tubes with pop-ups. And so you can actually put uh, tubes in there and put up to three grams of products within a plastic tube. And that machine is the same thing with the 100 and 200 can do it. That semi-automatic also have that flexibility. So a big reasoning behind the development of these two new products is that people have the need, customers have the need, but they don't have the capital. Um, you know, did you have a specific target that you were working towards um, trying to find something within the price point of these smaller manufacturers? Yes, we worked so hard to, uh, we had a price in mind to, uh, to, uh, to be competitive and uh, we work extremely hard in, uh, in trying to get to that number. And the reason why we, we are, I think, able to do it is because the research and development in terms of those stations, uh, either the pre-roller 50 or the box finisher, obviously has been, we spent a lot of, a lot of money into developing that with our larger machine. So that's why those stations are already tested, proven, working. R&D investment has been done. So we don't have to charge portion of the R&D uh, into those smaller machines. So that makes, we, we think we're going to be extremely competitive. Um, to be able to uh, go after uh, customers that want the quality, wants to remove human um, factors, if you want, in terms of an uncertainty. And as you know, I mean, unemployment rate is so uh, so low right now that it's difficult to find good people and to keep them. So you train them, sometimes they leave. So with automation, obviously, the machines show up every morning and it's there. So we had that in mind and uh, people were complaining also about um, the labor intensive of using vibrating type technology. Uh, but I think vibrating type technology will still be there and will still be around. We're not trying to go after, after those technology. We're, we're trying to be a, co a good complement for people who wants to get into automation. In terms of uh, personnel that you would need to dedicate to these machines, would it just be one per or would you need one on each side of the machine or are these machines that can be tended by one person per shift? Very good question. I mean, I'll, I'll explain the process and you'll, you'll get it right away. So you, you'll have a person full-time sitting in front of that pre-roller 50, okay? Mm -hmm. And the guy will basically put empty cones in and remove the, the one that's been filled. So when he has his, his filled one, he fills an actual tray. Okay, of pre rolls. So once that tray is filled, he's going to take the tray and put it into the uh, the box finisher, and the box finisher will be able to work by itself. So you could have one person or two persons, because you're going to may need somebody who fill the pre the, the tumbler and maybe check the uh, the box finisher. So I would say probably one person and a half to possibly two person for five hundred an hour uh, of high quality. Uh, you may also need to do a check weighing of the final product. In Canada, you have to check, you have to have a, like a check weighing of the end product. In the US, it's not as tough in terms of regulation because you're still gonna weigh 
with the uh, with the pre-roller 50, you, you weigh your flower within the pre-roll, so very accurately, and you can reject that. So you still have that here in there. So so you still you have that that verification, but you don't have the last verification. So you may have to have somebody there that check the actual weight of each product. So every let's say 20 or 30, you may have to do a check weighing. So that could be an extra half a person. So I would say possibly two persons. Depending on the, uh, depending on your operation. Okay. Well, and that also kind of really fits with some of the restrictions that some of these smaller operators have in terms of, you know, being able to hire staff. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and the space also. Uh, yeah. As you know, boxes and those those vibrating technology they, they take up quite a bit of space. So you may want to reduce that with the pre roller fifty, and uh, so you have less management to do, obviously. And at a reasonable price. So we want to, basically what we want is we want to be able to address the pre-roller market uh, to at all level. And because we had the technology uh, developed and working, so we wanted to take advantage of that. So you have to understand that we're going back quite a while with this technology. So it's like four or five years. So uh, we're, we're now shipping version five of the larger machine. So all of those improvements, we're basically taking those improvements and putting it into the smaller machine. So that, that gives us that opportunity to, uh, to offer, I think, a high level technology at a reasonable price. That, that was the target. That was the target. Well, that was what I've always found interesting about how you guys do business is that you're not just designing for the next iteration. All, all the design improvements that you make on the next iteration could eventually find themselves on the existing machines in the marketplace as you upgrade, right? Absolutely, yeah. Because a machine is, is totally modular. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that's also a big, big thing that we, we started to do initially. And that was, that was part of the engineering, first engineering meeting we had. He said, we want to... We, we knew that the machine wouldn't work first, first shot. We knew that. Mm -hmm. And so we, we basically designed the machine to be modular. So every time we came up with something better, so the customer would receive a module. So we have like mm -hmm. 10 modules, larger machine, eight on the smaller one, and even this one, the pre-roller 50. But the pre-roller 50 take advantage of all this five years of R&D that we had. So it's basically more a repackaging of our already known technology. So yeah, that, that's critical. Plus also software. I mean, if we talk about the larger machine, we're, what we're trying to do now is make the machine as user-friendly as possible, as much as possible. So we, we've implemented a lot of uh, closed-loop control in terms of the weight, in terms of all the functionality in the machine now. We're trying to make it uh, automated. And, and so that's what version 5 of the machine is going to come up with. We're working really hard on that. Have you announced uh, a price range for either product yet, or is that still up in the air? I mean, right now we're not. I'm not 100 percent uh, fixed on the pricing, so I want to. I'm. Not, I don't want to give it to you now because I'm not 100 percent sure of where we're going to be. So we need some Understood. more information, engineering wise, cost wise. I'm not 100 uh, percent. We we built the box finisher. We have a machine built that that's working. Been on testing. You'll see it on the video. On the other one, uh, it's being basically built now. So I don't have that costing. Plus, so I, I cannot give you a price. All I can tell you is that it's going to be um, extremely price competitive. And that, that's the goal. 
to, I mean, there's so much uh, company out there that just started and, uh, and they want to have a way of uh, optimizing their production. And so you want to make sure that they can maybe they can afford this technology. And that's what I'm trying. I'm working hard on that, to be honest yeah. with you, to put the price that is, is reasonable enough for most, most customer to buy it. Well, and I mean, when it does come out, the based on the output and the manpower required, you know, the ROI is something that's pretty simple to calculate. Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, I and we we we've been there so many times. I mean, we have over 120 machines sold, so we have so many customers. So we understand the payback on the larger machine. We understand what would be the payback on the smaller machine too. So. So, and that's also where we're trying to be way below one year of payback. Okay. That, that's basically our target. Uh, as you probably know, I don't know if you know, David, but we also deal with the food industry and the pharmaceutical industry with our other division. Right. So I'm, I've been for, for a long time and, and usually payback on machinery like that is two, three years, four years. I've seen five years, but in cannabis, it's very different. It's a, it's a fast moving industry. And technology uh, and people want to want to basically when they invest they want to have their money back quickly, and the pre roller has been successful because of that. I mean we're below a year easily, uh, even lower than that. So and that's where we're going to be probably lower. I mean I don't want to give you numbers because I don't have the exact. Yeah. yeah, but but we're we're going to be right there. No, that makes sense. Um, so you said box finisher still in testing and. Um, the 50 is almost at the finish line. What are you looking at in terms of to start delivering the product? Right now, if we take orders now, you're looking for the for the pre-roller 50, you're looking at about 14 weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. In weeks. On the box finisher, it's um it's a faster because we're actually into uh testing is done. So we're probably looking at 10 to 12 weeks right now for the and our goal is to them in stock mm-hmm. uh, we're producing them in quantity uh, as we do actually for the larger machine also but this one will will try to keep it on the shelf it will be a much easier also implementation than the larger machine that has way more automation to it so in terms of the uh, turnaround uh, we'll probably be uh, in we feel that in, in the next four to six months we should be able to deliver those things in four to six weeks maximum okay. that that's and the goal when you talk about installation uh is it are they pretty pu- plug and play yes this is the goal yes there, there's going to be a video on how to install it so we mm-hmm. have like sop uh which is the complete procedure on on from start to finish we already have a lot of technology in terms of our hmi on the larger machine where you have a qr code where you have complete all the videos all the information to do your setup and training and everything so we, we we are going to do a video for each machine so when you deliver the machine you'll have the video on how to do your setup we're always there also to support the customer and this has been our my goal okay mm-hmm. and the team knows about it is to give customers first when we get a call from customers boom we're, we're on it okay we want to help you out customer purchase these kind of machine to produce and make money and i'm putting myself in their shoes all the time so and it's gonna be the same thing for the smaller machine but because because the automation is is way simpler 
it's going to require way, it's going to be a machine that's going to be way simpler. It's not going to require a technician on site to do a startup. So uh, we'll, we'll be there remotely to assist customers and we will welcome customers to come over to our facility to get some training. Uh, but in terms of going on site, uh, I mean, we may do it because we have a lot of technicians that are on the road, but I don't think it's going to be required. Are you going to be at MJ Biz in November? Yes, yes. Um, will versions of these be at your booth? Yes, we'll have a yes, we'll have a box finisher and we'll have a pre-order fifty also in demonstration in oh. at the MJ. We'll have both of those machines in November. Uh, uh, the pre-order fifty will not be a full-blown demo with product in it, but we'll we have so many other also as you know the pre-order one hundred, the two hundred. Uh, and those two new products. So we'll have also the pre-order line. I don't know, I did mention that, but we have a, a bunch of other solutions for the cannabis industry that's been extremely popular. Uh, so we have the whole solution to automate a plant from cannabis, grounded cannabis, up to delivery in the box. So, so we have those complete solution that that could be another podcast that we can talk about the other solution of the, let's say, end of line after the pre-rolls yeah. is made, we have a lot of other uh, other solutions that that's in uh, that that we're delivering right now. It's in new products also. No, I would definitely be interested in that. I always enjoy talking to you, Harold, because of your engineering background and the kind of work that you put in up front for these machines. I'm also, you know, I'll be at uh, I'll be in Vegas too, so I'm kind of excited for the opportunity to see the machines up close and personal. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, definitely uh, we'll be there and uh, I'd love to show you everything, David. Uh, as you know, we also have a facility in, in Las Vegas also. We have demos there too. So for private presentation, it could be done also. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be very happy to, uh, to meet you in person, David. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be absolutely amazing. Excellent. Keep launching new products. I like having, con I like, uh, having a constant conversation with you, Harold. It's a pleasure. Okay, a real pleasure to meet too, David. Thank you. Thank you for, for listening to me. And, and again, if you have questions about those products, please don't, don't hesitate to visit our website. It's not yet up to date with all the, uh, with, with those new products because that's a really, uh, you're, you're basically the first one I talk to about mm -hmm. those, those new. So, so, but it's going to be on the website uh, very, very, very soon. And obviously we're all here to be able to answer any question your, um, your auditor would have on, on these technologies. Excellent. Excellent. Well, um, you uh, sort of gave us the wrap up there, but is there anything that we left out or anything in particular you want to make sure that the cannabis equipment news audience knows about uh, the new box finisher or the pre-roller 50? No, I think, I think we covered everything, David. And okay. again, one thing I want to finish with is uh, our uh, dedication to customer service and listening to uh, to the customer needs. This this is for me the most important thing. So that's all I want to finish with that. And the team are all excited about uh, the future of our of our company. It's it's going well. We're we're all very happy about that. We're happy to hear that as well, Harold. Oh, I want to take ahead. time to just want to take the time to thanks. All of my employees also, all my, my team, they work so hard. And for me, uh, it's so important. And it's also important for them. So I want to thank them for, for everything they're, they're doing for the company. Oh, excellent. That's excellent to hear. Um, 
And, you know, thank you. Uh, thank you, Harold, for coming to Cannabis Equipment News First. I really appreciate you sharing the news with us. Um, and, uh, you know, hope to be able to do it again soon. Yes, sounds good. Thank you very much, everybody. Talk to you soon, David. Bye-bye. All right. Well, before we get out of here, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also help us out a lot by leaving the podcast a positive review on whatever platform you use. Finally, if you want to email the podcast, you can reach me at david at Cannabis Equipment News with email the podcast in the subject line. All right. For Harold Bouchard, I'm David Manti. This is the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cannabis Equipment News Podcast.